0: If you are around for the preaching yesterday, you'll remember that we began talking about the famous passage where Jesus taught his followers how to pray. Now, we didn't really touch on this, but the first thing that Jesus talked about was where you pray. Maybe you're thinking, well, can't we just pray anywhere? Well, yeah, of course you can, but if you wanna know how to really pray, And according to Jesus, you go in your room and you close your door. It's as though somehow the location is important to Jesus. Whereas for most of us, it's probably not something that ever crosses our minds. But Jesus is saying, when you pray, I want you to get by yourself in a specific spot where you're able to pray in privacy without any distractions or disruptions. And then... Jesus moves on to introduce us to the idea that maybe there is more to prayer than simply presenting him with a long list of personal requests, because that's what our praying tends to be like, doesn't it? Maybe it's prefaced with a quick, well, thank you for today, and I'm really grateful, but let's go down to business, specifically my business but we began to see how the whole help me, bless me, protect me, keep me content of our praying. Well, God knows all that stuff anyway, so don't spend a whole lot of time on that. Twitch, which, I guess we want to say, well, if I don't spend a whole lot of time on that, then what am I going to do when I go into my room and close the door? Because that's pretty much all I know how to pray. But Jesus says, don't worry about what you say or how long it takes, or what words you use. And when you get to the part about what you need and want and wish, that's fine, go ahead, cover all of that. But remember, God already knew all of that. That's not the main thing that this is all about. The whole purpose of prayer is that God has invited us into a relationship characterised by intimacy and connection. If you recall... Jesus spoke, didn't he, about being rewarded for praying. And really, I can think of no greater reward than actually spending time with God. If that sounds like a bit of an anticlimax to you, then I'd humbly suggest you do not know God well enough. And so, over the next couple of weeks, as we learn from the prayer life of Jesus... Really, my hope and prayer is that you would grow to see more of the wonder and the privilege and the opportunity of prayer in a whole new way. Now, having cleared all of that out of the way, Jesus then says, Now I want to tell you how to pray. Just to say, what he gives us isn't a formula prayer. This isn't just something to memorise and regurgitate. I mean, whole context is Jesus speaking out against meaningless repetition in prayer. Now, what Jesus is giving us is an example of prayer that we get to emulate and follow and use as the pattern for our own prayer. That the point is to pray this way, not just repeat these words parrot fashion. So all that being said, Jesus launches into this model prayer with the words, This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. In other words, Jesus is saying, I don't want you to start with you. I want you to start with God who has invited you to call him Father. When you pray, I don't want you to rush past this. I want you to pause long enough to recognise who it is you're talking to because when you begin to understand who God is, you then get a greater understanding of who you are and why you're here. When you pause long enough in your prayers to reflect on who you're praying to, it will have a massive impact on your whole attitude towards prayer. It's like if you know who God is prayer actually will be quite easy, it will be instinctive to you, it will be natural. Now we're going to return tomorrow and look a little more at the first word of this prayer but for now I'd like to give you two very practical things to do by way of preparation. First of all without wishing to sound too pushy Why don't you get out your diary for this week and plan when you're going to set aside time to listen to this podcast and pray. And while you're at it, why not also consider what place you can go to that's quiet and distraction-free? Assuming, of course, you're in a season of life where that is an option. And then secondly, if you're anything like me, you'll find that one of the main obstacles to prayer is the ease with which your mind gets distracted. It's like you can set aside a time and a place and have all the best intentions in the world, but before you know it, your mind has wandered and the opportunity's gone. So if you have a hard time with distraction, here's a little breathing exercise that you can begin with every day. Just take long, deep, slow breaths. If you want... Count four seconds in, four seconds wait, four seconds out, and then repeat. Inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth, and start to pay attention to your breathing. Just watch your breath go in and out. And as you do that, just start releasing the constant chatter in your mind. Let each thought go as quickly as it comes and just focus on your breathing. Now just to warn you, your mind will seize this opportunity to run rampant with thoughts and feelings and memories and to-do lists and all manner of different distractions. That's okay. Don't judge yourself. Don't feel bad. Don't give up. Don't worry. When you notice your mind just starting to wonder, just recenter with a quick prayer word like Father or Jesus or Holy Spirit and come back to your breathing. In the beginning, just one or two minutes of this, that's a huge win. And then when you feel like you're ready, move from breathing to praying.